Greco. Dante is a really smart guy. Ladies love Dante. I wanted hair. Look at that face. Dante. Dante was me yours truly. I'm gonna come. You know what? You need a breath mint. <laughs> That's what you need. If you guys, you viewers out. Hello. Really Hello, America. You're using on the whole time. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm um, <laughs> welcome to the Dante Greco Show. A very special Dante Greco Show today. Uh, we're going to mostly be discussing the, uh, the movie The Fable Mount, the new Steven Spielberg movie. It's a very personal movie. I'm here with my guest today. What are you going to be called? Richard, Rick. Uh, Richard's fine. Richard. Richard. Um, he uh, had COVID, and here I am in his presence. You Jesus know? Christ. I'm like Princess Diana. I, I get close to people. With How many viewers do we have yet? What? Oh, two million already? <laughs> oh, my God. It's holding steady at zero. That's incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> it's holding steady at zero. Okay, I'm not so... Uh... So... Let's just get right into it. People like it when you get right into it. They don't want to mess around. Oh, of course not. No messing around here. The, the Fablemans. They're calling it Spielberg's most personal movie ever because it's the story of his family. So that makes sense to me. Um, you're a big Spielberg fan. I am too, but kind of like The Simpsons, I feel like Spielberg fell off around the year 2000. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned... He's, He's only, only made, made two really good films in this century. Oh, I can't wait to hear what those two films are. Well, and let, that, let all the viewers know right now. Okay. Yeah, don't. Cards. The suspense is killing me. Cards on the table. Cards on the table. Okay, so number one really good film was Catch Me If You Can with Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio, 2002. Long time ago. 20 years ago. The second best film that he made this century one of my favorites, I consider it one of his great films, but some people differ, is Lincoln. Ah, yes. You know, Daniel Day-Lewis was incredible. The movie, bit, you know, I love Lincoln. I love the legislative process. So to me, I really enjoyed the film. I know some people find it boring, whatever. All of the other films he's made this century haven't been that good. Munich was okay. War of the Worlds was pretty good most of the film, but then it really kind of fell apart at the end. And uh, like Bridge of Spies, you know, Bridge of Spies, Tom Hanks and Mark, whatever the fuck his name is, he won an Oscar. Mm -hmm. It's one of those movies that's pretty good. But Spielberg suffers from the syndrome, from Spielberg syndrome, where like everything he makes has to be an event, it has to be life-changing, or it doesn't live up to his prior work. So he can't just make a good movie like uh, Ready Player One. Or whatever. It's got to be a great movie. And he that was has a good one. He's lost like that movie. Either you like Ready Player One? Yeah, I think that was a good one. I like that one. I mean... Um, was it a great one? Not great, but it was good. I, I like all the nostalgia in that movie. It was good. See, that's the problem. It's not great. Not great. It's good. Spielberg was on a run for like 20 years from Jaw. Well, actually, you know what? He, he, the 80s. Oh, no. What am I saying? He had the Indiana Jones franchise. In the well, 80s. you can okay. go back to the 70s, 1975, Jaws. Yeah, no, no. From yeah. Jaws all the way up through Saving Private Ryan was like an unheard of run. And then after that, he just kind of lost it. I mean, what are you doing making Tin Tin? And yeah. Making, no uh, one remembers that one. What's the one about the horse that like saves the day or the horse that people like? He didn't do Steve Biscuit, did he? I feel like he did. No, was that is that the horse one you're talking about? Something about a horse. Oh, I, I don't remember that one. Obviously, it was West forgettable. West Side Story. I haven't seen that one. I couldn't get myself to. I mean, I'm not a musical. He doesn't realize that we're not quite. There's kind of like a timing thing where the '50s is still the people who like found the '50s relevant are dying. And so they're not around to care. And then the younger generation is too young to start to look at the 50s in like a historical perspective. Yet. So like we're not quite at the place in society where we care about what happened in the 50s to see a West Side Story remake and have it be culturally relevant. You know, we're still getting through like the 70s and the 80s and all. We'll, we'll get to the 50s eventually, but it's out of, he's out of touch. He's lost it. 
That brings us to the Fablements. Yes. The story of little Stevie Fableman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I, I loved it. I want to actually know after seeing it how much of it is actually true. Well, I read the trivia. Yeah. This is I am DB. Yeah. No, this isn't a comedy podcast. This yeah. is oh, a, a serious right. film discussion I mean, podcast. Okay. This I is got, I got the, you. at the movies with uh, Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> got you, got you. I, I can't think of anything but comedy looking at your face. Sure. <laughs> I mean, we can be serious. It's Listen, okay. First, we have to set the stage. Then then we can let set the, the jokes stage, flow. Okay. Stage and jokes. Okay. So Spielberg's Fablemans. I saw the trailer. And I thought that Spielberg had surgically removed a rib like Marilyn Manson to suck his own dick. Uh, yes, that's it. It made it, and they make it seem like the most important thing in the world. Like, oh my God. And then he picked up a camera and then he made a movie with it. Oh my God, little Stevie Fableman. Oh, you're going to, it's like you're going to change the world. So I did not like the trailer. Now, look, Spielberg, very important. I'm a huge fan, you know, instrumental in or he's just like a huge influence uh, in my life and, and in many other people's life, and on the film industry in general. But when you're making your own autobiograph autobiographical film and you're making what you do seem like the most important thing in the world, that's where I have a problem. Uh, okay. All right. So you didn't like the trailer. I didn't like the trailer. Now, the movie is yeah. a different story. Yeah. Well, well, tell me what you liked about the movie because trailers, everyone sees a trailer a little different. Yeah. So you know? the movie, I thought it was there was a lot of humor in it. It was the performances were great. He kept it moving. You know, it, it was just very well done. His, you could see the Spielberg direction, but it was personal. And by the way, I, I was saying earlier, I read the IMDb trivia and. Somebody, Seth Rogen, I think, said that he asked Spielberg multiple times, did this really happen? And he said yes every time. So apparently it's very true. Um, I enjoyed the movie. The movie was better than the trailer for sure. But what did you think about it? Am I supposed to be looking at this? Uh, Look at the wall. Look at the wall. <laughs> uh, I did like the movie. I, I did like the movie. I thought... It was great. I love um, Spielberg movies. Most I, I, lo I love Spielberg movies. I loved the parts of it when the child is learning for the first time, or Spielberg is learning for the first time, how to like work the camera and the reactions that his family got, the, the reactions that. Uh, you know, know the, the Boy Scouts, Scouts when they first watched the movie, and and the crowd in the school watching the movie, and then him feeling like, "Wow, I'm really pleasing a crowd." This is, you know, people are feeling emotions with what I'm I'm shooting here, and uh, that discovery was so cool. Yeah. By the way, uh, spoiler alert! If anyone's watching the, oh, I mean, currently, something. I, I mean, we're talking about the movie. Well, you know, currently there's zero viewers, so it's okay. But spoiler alert! If anyone is watching, can uh, we just cut this out? And by the way, we'll cut this out of the replay. Sure. Oh, beautiful! All right. I don't even know if I'm gonna post it. Oh, okay, no. cool. It's <laughs> great. It's terrific. No. Um, yeah. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen the Fablemans, uh, you know, maybe tune out. Okay. So I go. thought it was a little weird, though. That scene where he's filming Michelle Williams, who plays his mother. Very yeah. good job. Yeah, I think she, she by the way, Oscar worthy. Probably he's going to push for her to get an Oscar. It's been a while since anyone in a Spielberg movie has won an Oscar. She was great. I thought she was great. Uh, I'm not interrupting, am I? Yeah, you are. Okay. No, so ahead. that was, she was good, but it was a little strange. And knowing what Seth Rogen said about how everything really happened. The scene where he's filming her dancing in front of the headlights of the car while they're camping, and she's wearing like a nightie with nothing underneath, and it's very see-through. What the fuck was that, Richard? That is your hero. Um, that is a <laughs> oh great. I say what positive thing. Hey, I mean that is a little wild. I would like to know if that is real. I mean that is a son filming his mother. Yeah. almost naked and he was like in get, front get. of someone that's 
not part of the family. Well, I mean, that makes the more sense. said something. Yeah. She was appalled. It so makes more sense. one person that had she, some decency in the family. She was making more sense. It makes more sense to film it for, for her to do that in front of someone who's not in the family, I would think. That's true. You know, like Seth Rogen was the only guy who should have been there. And maybe Paul Dano's character who plays Spielberg's father. But um, Right. Oh, the Riddler. Yes. The Riddler. Yeah. I thought he was good, too. Um, the mother... Uh, she was she was great, and I really thought she was the parts where she's figuring out that his her son has figured out information, and when she's like watching yeah. what he had shot in the closet, and then watching her face transform, that is good acting. Yeah, that's good acting, and. Uh, she went through a lot of emotions in that movie going up and down. You see her as, you know, a real star. Yeah. I would like to know if his mother was really like that. I, I, I'd assume she was a piano player, but as far as being, you know, somewhat of a free spirit, if you have someone in your family like that, that's a good subject to shoot. I mean, I, I'd say she was the first person that probably inspired him to have a subject on camera that was I mean after the trains yeah right greatest show on she earth she loved the camera obviously and they were they kept saying in the movie she should have been playing in arenas and everything um and uh, I loved uh, Boris it was Boris was his name the uncle Oh, the, uh, uh, what's the guy's name from Independence Judd, Day Judd, Judd, Judd Hirsch yeah he's great I actually loved um Way before Independence Day, I thought he was great in, in uh, Taxi. Taxi, that's what I, it was. I was going to say love, Cheers. I love Taxi, and I thought he was great in that. He was the voice of reason in Taxi. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I mean, I wish, I wish that guy was still around. Yeah. Mr. Kaufman. Um, I don't know. You know, it was kind of uncomfortable in a way to get a peek into Spielberg's real life. Because as far as I'm concerned, he's not even a real person. He's just like a figurehead, and he's a an entity that makes movies. To find out that he has a life, yes, <laughs> that of, was somewhat a it real was a weird. But yeah, Wasn't definitely, it? it was. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know what is true or not. It's I was, all true, I, according to Seth Rogen. It's all well true. at the end. Spoiler alert again. For, uh, we have how many viewers now? We have one. Three million already? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, the ending. I want to know if that is true. I'm very interested because knowing where, where his, his life, life started as far as movies, movies, I was under the impression that he had snuck onto the Universal, Universal lot yeah. and just started working on movies that yeah. way. And it wasn't any sort of meeting yeah. with CBS. Well, so that's I a good thought point. maybe he substituted that ending because it's pretty quick, but I really did want to see that beginning phase of his life. I know. I hope he makes a sequel. I hope he goes into just like his early days directing. I would love, I would love to see a, a young Spielberg movie of him on the universal backlot learning the yeah or like if he does want to make a movie make one of the like did you see the offer about the godfather it was on uh i did not Amazon. anyway it's an interesting show about how the godfather was made i would love to see an early young spielberg like 10 episode miniseries about his early days directing on the lot and all that kind of stuff i would love to see that um yeah it was weird to see his life and i didn't realize he dealt with so much anti-semitism do you how much of that oh that has sound a bit better now that's good that's how good. much of that bullying do you think is true and also i want to hear your take on you good oh yeah I'm good. i want to hear your takes <laughs> on what you felt or how you saw that jock that he had right. filmed 
for that beach day. Uh, they had a ditch day. Yeah. And he made him look like an absolute hero. And that scene where that character changes, you know, he's the tough guy. That bothered me. No, okay, again, spoiler alert. It bothered me. The guy is like emotionally, why'd you make me look like that? Yeah. You made me look like a hero, and I'm not a hero. Yeah, like, exactly. Feel that. Like, did that really happen? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think that part happened. It was a little weird to get, um, to, to like, to me, it almost didn't work. Like, he made it work, but it, just the, the idea of it almost didn't work. Because, like, who wouldn't want to look fantastic? I mean, it's not like movies have just been invented and this guy is seeing himself on a screen for the first Like, movies have been around for 50 years already. That's very true, very true. I mean, he made him look like a hero. I can understand him being confused on because the whole school sees him as a certain person. You know, he was good at running or track and field or something. Yeah. And... It makes him look like a superhero and he has expectations that he can't he can't live up to but he like, can't live up to as far as like people seeing him in the school but he doesn't need to break spoiler doesn't yeah. need to break down and start crying about it yeah that was a little much and i think it was almost out of character yeah to that's tell you the truth i did not see him curling up in a ball in almost a fetal position over what he had seen. Yeah. That, 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 that didn't quite work. And then he pulls out a joint to smoke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, is this going to be the first time Steven Spielberg smokes a joint? Yeah. Like, is this really how it happened? That's, I was actually like, no way. I don't think Spielberg is, does drugs. I don't think so either. I, think but I mean, I, everyone tries something. He's too straight laced. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. But like the the guy, I mean, I wasn't surprised by the anti-Semitism because back then, you know, it was everyone hated Jews, I guess, in America. Right. <laughs> to Steven I'm just going to nod my head. So According to Steven Spielberg. End up like, you know, Kyrie. Kanye West. Apparently, um, seeing this movie was a requirement for Kyrie Irving to get back on the court. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. <laughs> It was, uh, I didn't know about that, but at the same time, I'm not surprised. I mean, Spielberg, one of his passion projects was Schindler's List. So, you know, he doesn't take this stuff lightly. He does not. Which, by the way, very good movie. Schindler's List. You've seen it? I have seen it. I have seen it. I put off seeing it for years. My friends kept seeing, my friends who were Jewish, by the way, they kept saying, have you seen Schindler's List? I said, no, I don't want to feel bad. So I didn't watch it for years. And then finally I watched it and it really was great. Yeah, um, I really thought it was absurd when the bully was like talking to him and putting him in the position. He's like, "Yeah, tell her that you killed Christ. Yeah, <laughs> tell <right>. her that. <laughs> tell her." And then all the other guys are like waiting. I'm like, "Tell her how you killed Jesus Christ." And then he's oh. gonna be like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> She's like, "I'm out of here. I'm not watching you run anymore. I'm not yeah. back down." I'm like. Oh my God! And when he when that kid got punched in the face, that was the coolest. Yeah, I, that was the coolest. You're talking about the skinny nerdy the kid skinny, that was nerdy like dude that looked ridiculous on like the beach yeah. footage, and he's like drinking a beer or something. Yeah. Now he that yeah, made that sense cool. when he was pissed. That made sense to me. That was cool. I thought that was a cool part. He deserved to get punched in the face. You've met Spielberg, right? I have. Yes, I have. Tell us about that. <laughs> Not really. Tell him that well, he oh, killed Christ. I, yeah, exactly. Well, the second time I, I met him was just, I was still a Beasley valet driver. And, uh, it's it all right. Very, Listen, you were, you, like, it was very brief. It was a hello, how are you? And that was it. But the first time I met him um, was very cool. He actually had a camera in his hand. And it what was in Beverly fuck? Hills. He just walks around with a camera. He, you know what? I guess so. Um, and this was years ago, but his son-in-law was getting fitted, and um, I have ties with uh, you know tailoring and everything. And I was in. Uh, I forget what you were in. His, you were in his changing room, Louis Vuitton or something. No, they. 
they kind of just uh, shut the store down and I had to convince the, <laughs> convince the, uh, there was a guard or he had some posse at. Anyway, um, I, I was just there trying to help out uh, and with uh, the, the tailoring part of, because he, he was like getting fitted for a wedding uh, his son-in-law was mm -hmm. and Steven Spielberg was there right next to me and he was filming the whole process. What kind of uh, camera? Just getting, just getting fitted. And uh, was this I was there just assisting and he was pretty quiet, a couple of laughs and everything. There was a Laker game that he was going to that night. I remember. So it was kind of antsy to get there and, uh, we exchanged a couple of, uh, you know, five, six minutes uh, conversation. What are you talking? Well, first of all, what, what kind so, of camera was, was so he using? I was so young and I can't, re I can't remember. And I was so nervous. Mm -hmm. uh, I, such a big Jurassic Park fan when I was a kid. Right. And this guy standing in front of me, I didn't know what to say. But, uh, I mean, our conversation was short. And it was more small talk. It wasn't so much movie talk. Yeah. Uh, what, it, what is he doing? He's, he's going to Laker game. And I, at one point we were in, in having such a good conversation. I was expecting him to extend the invite to the Laker game. That's how well the conversation went. But because I was so nervous and sweaty and everything, uh, my sweaty palms, I'm shaking this guy's hand. Uh, obviously, it didn't happen. Did he it, react to your palm? Was he <laughs> saying, no, uh, it was. Did he film you? Yes, in some in, in some library of his in, in his house. I'm on film. Wow, just nervous as I could ever be. That's pretty good. I mean, there's there's some film of that somewhere. I didn't know that Spielberg liked the Lakers. That's interesting. Yeah, I can't remember who they were playing. That's okay. But he was going to a later game that night. Interesting. It was, it was so cool just, just seeing him and, and meeting him, you know. Yeah, I've only seen him once from across the street. He's short, right? Short guy? Yeah, he's, he's short. He's short. Well, the Fablemans, I think, is kind of a comeback for him in terms of doing high-quality work. I'm not sure yet if it crosses over into being a great film, though. Like... Is it reaching the level of Jurassic Park or Jaws or Saving Private Ryan? To me, those are his three pinnacles. How about you? What, what, what's your Spielberg ranking? Yeah, that's that's tough. I mean, I'm wearing a Jurassic Park shirt here, yeah. and so I'm going to have to put that one very high in the standings there. Yeah. I've been such a big fan since 1993. Um, that's pretty up there i mean and jaws is such a big one for me too and just the backstory of jaws and how everything was going so wrong in the movie while he was making it and making it work the fact that the shark wasn't working for most of the film and right. that contributed to the reason of it only being present really in the last i'd say half hour of the film i mean but that brought the suspension yeah no to, it forced him to do it. he said that he would have shown the shark a lot earlier in the film had it been working and uh it wouldn't have been the same movie uh yeah he's yeah, but so I, I, those are great they're just so great yeah so the fablemans i think like it's a contender however is he gonna win any more that's gonna be a huge huge factor in how this movie remember he has been on a streak of losing at the oscars for a long time now even with lincoln one of my favorites only daniel day lewis won, and they were nominated for like 11 or 12 oscars and he lost every other one of them same west side story which had its own problems off screen and again the tin tin and the other the horse movie you know they just he, he wasn't hitting it so I think Michelle Williams, out of anybody, has a chance to win an Oscar for the Fablemans. Uh, Little Stevie Fableman was good. Aldana was good, but it's not Oscar worthy. 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe has Judd Hirsch won an Oscar? You want to give him like a pity Oscar for uh, being old? Uh, <laughs> like the I thought that was a great, great role for him. I loved it. Oh, I, it I, I believed it. I, I thought it was great. I liked his story. I thought that scene with him in the room with young Spielberg was awesome when he had that little chat that really inspired him when he's saying goodbye going to that taxi and he does that little and Wakanda. The, yeah, the whole family's like, what is he talking about? And only he knows it really hit him. That was that was great. The points of him getting inspired were memorable. I yeah. think in the movie, it was great. Is that it? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, now here's what's I mean, good. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious: I, is, is Seth Rogen? Is this going to finally be? Which, by the way, I'm surprised that Spielberg worked with Seth Rogen because he doesn't seem like a guy who likes to be around weed. And Seth Rogen's yeah. whole life is weed, and he's blowing glass to make weed, fucking smoking things, and all that. Um, yeah. I, I think it's I think it's ridiculous too. I did see him on a, the late night show when he was getting interviewed about him getting offered the role and how he thought it was crazy for Spielberg to give him the call. I mean, he, even his laugh is like the, such a. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know when that started. I think it was like after Pineapple Express. I don't think it's been that way this whole life, but it's uh, got more stoner. Yeah, like throughout the years. The question is, if is he going to use this as a launch pad now to doing more serious work, to getting more credibility? He's been doing some serious work. He was very good, by the way, in Pam and Tommy. I don't know if you saw that on Hulu. I did see Pam and Tommy, and I thought that was great. Yeah. I thought I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I really, I loved his character. I mean, the first like uh, two episodes evolving. You know, re revolving around him were the reason why I was really interested in seeing the rest of this. I was really disappointed that that show didn't win more awards. I thought that the Lily James as Pamela Anderson was really good. Like to play that role convincingly the whole time is actually pretty tough. So she pulled it off. Uh, Seth Rogen, though, if he gets an Oscar nomination out of this. You know, yeah, this, this might be his Tom Hanks, Hanks moment. You know, how Tom Hanks was like a some comedian, act, comedic, comedic actor, and then he he turned serious right around the time of Forrest Gump or, or uh, Philadelphia. Right. So this could be his <laughs> moment. Uh, did you like him in that Elvis movie? Seth Rogen. No, <laughs> Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Seth Rogen was in Elvis. He was. He, played, he was Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, Tom Hanks was good, but the director should have said, drop the accent. Because I went back to listen to a YouTube video of this Colonel Tom Parker guy, and he didn't have an accent. He doesn't sound like this. Well, you know, it's he the just, movies. Not everything is going to be. That's a pretty big thing. It, it is. It is. I mean, I know they're trying to make him sound nefarious, but Tom Hanks was good. He's good, but that's another guy who's completely fallen off in this century. He hasn't had one great movie in the 21st century. We're talking about Tom Hanks. We're talking about Tom Hanks. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, okay. If you count how much past, money he made in Toy Story, uh, did, well, didn't Toy Story four like do decent? Uh, listen, Spielberg's worth two billion dollars. He's still trying to make good movies. He's not always doing it, but he's trying to. Hanks. Is almost at the level of Denzel Washington, where like they used to do really good work and then they just started going for paychecks. Tom Hanks hasn't made a great movie in this century, unless you're counting Castaway in 2000, which is like you know on the border of this century and the last. Yeah, we all thought he was making a comeback with Captain Phillips, the movie about pirates, and that was like 15 years ago. I'm the captain now. Yeah, exactly. That was a long time ago. The Da Vinci yeah, Code. That was a good one. The haircut should have been a tip off. That it was the worst movie ever made. Uh, I, I, I've only seen parts of that movie because I just never thought it was going to do well. Like, he doesn't do much good work anymore. Yeah, it's very sad. I actually liked him as 
I suppose he'd be considered the villain in Elvis. Yeah, okay. He was but I, I understand that. But it's not it, Tom. Eh? Saving Private Ryan, again, just like yeah. Spielberg was probably his last good movie. Although, what am I saying? If, catch me if you can. He was in that. So, okay. Yeah, that's it's. They fell off at the same time. Yeah. Did you hear that um, little story from James Cameron that? No, I did not. That in Titanic, that uh, Leonardo was. You're going to cast Tom Hanks in the role? A nuisance or a, a, diva, oh. a diva of some sort. I didn't yeah, read yeah. the article, but I mean, now that you're bringing up. No, the story was that Leonardo. Shows you up. like that on all sets is what I'm trying to get at. Well, no, he showed up and James Cameron wanted Leo to read for the part. And Leo said, oh, I don't read. And so Cameron says, okay, well, have a nice day. Thanks for coming. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. I'm, you, I don't get the part if I don't read right now. And Cameron said to him, hey. Why does he sound like such a Muppet? Because that's how he sounds. Okay. He's got the, he's got his boyish charm. Yeah. This guy's a 48-year-old boy. He yeah, never lost that really... boy voice. It's weird. <laughs> he's got a Michael Jackson syndrome a little oh bit. Oh, my God. Listen, James. Michael Jackson syndrome. I love uh, the fake Michael Jackson guy. That's Have you seen the, that the creepy Michael Jackson? He, like, paints his... Is it another so creepy funny. Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah, it's another one, yeah. Hello, uh, so Richard. Good. I can't remember the name of the of this guy, but it's hilarious. Uh, anyway, so then Cameron says, like, look, I have to, you're going to be doing, like, five different things. I'm going to be doing post-production on this one movie for two years, so, uh, like, I can't make a casting mistake. Are you going to see the new Avatar? I am going to, Yes. I'm going to. I kind of feel the same way. Like I'm resignedly saying, yes, I will see it. I don't want to help him, though, because he shouldn't be devoting the rest of his career to making Avatar movies. Nobody cares. The original barely made an imprint on our culture. Well, the problem is... I don't even know how the original became the highest grossing movie of all time. It was just that, a novelty that, of the virtual reality. That is the reason why they're revisiting it and doing it, because of the money. This is it's, a bad time. Was it the top five of all time? Well, it, Avatar as as... number one was the highest grossing for years until one of the Marvel movies took it over. I don't know if by ticket sales or just by, you know, gross, not adjusted for inflation. But this new one has to make eight hundred million dollars just to break even, and supposedly is another. Well, like uh, how about a True well, Lies yeah. two instead of Avatar? I would love a True Lies two. That'd be so good. Wait, are you telling me that the budget for this second one was over eight hundred million? You're saying it had uh, 800 million to break even? That's what I read. Oh my god! I will agree that the new technology for the first one it looked great and everything, but one was good. Yeah, yeah here's the problem. You don't need to have a whole. Back then, that was novelty. Now everyone has already used an Oculus, and we're over it. The virtual reality thing is not catching on. The metaverse is a disaster. And we don't want more virtual disaster. Yeah. Um, I'd say the reason why I would go see it, the biggest reason for me is to see where technology has gone as far as progress from the first one. Because I know in that first one, he was using some great technology to get the shots that he was getting. I want to see how advanced it's become, if there is any advancement. I'm just going to go to have something to do. Yeah. That's that deal. <laughs> it's the biggest reason I'm going to see Avatar too. Um, well, while we're talking from working behind the camera and in front of the camera, you've, you've worked in front of the camera before. I have. You have. <laughs> I was on an episode of Nashville on ABC. Oh, Z, there you go. Uh, Is that what you do when you're over there in Nashville? I was the, the whole time it culminated in me being on the show Nashville for 15 seconds. Wait, did they film Nashville in Nashville? Or did we you work no. on Nashville and filmed on the Fox Studios or something? <laughs> no, no, no. It was filmed in Nashville. Okay. And I had like two lines and I couldn't nail them. My lines were like, uh, and uh. so it was the well, last. You're not gonna say your lines. It was literally. I want she's, to, she's like, hey, were you stoned in it. What was your character? This is great. This is. He was a. Roadie. This is information I didn't know about. I want to hear. 
He was a roadie. This was back when I had long hair. Oh yeah, you looked like Jesus or something, but worse. Yeah. I look more, look more like Weird Al. That's worse. Yeah. <laughs> so I still got to see that movie too. Um. Oh, the Weird Al movie. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, my lines. I got cast in this. It's just like a short short scene and alicia witt she's a redhead her parents just froze to death last year and uh now <laughs> what now she's <laughs> what happened they're climbing mount everest or what happened <laughs> he just left them they're there. in their home he just left us i can't believe you're laughing about this i'm sorry i didn't hear about it i mean this is the you think people breaking news to me you think the elderly freezing to death is funny so what? What would Stevie Fableman think right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways, so uh, she, this was prior to that happening <laughs> years ago in Nashville. And Bagelmans. I can't believe they're enchanting Bagelmans. Bagelmans. That, that was terrible. That's right. That's so bad. That was, I mean, but the, like you said, tell him you killed Christ. I mean, That's that was extreme, man. That's the worst like I don't even know if that happened. Okay, so anyways, he, him getting bullied at school was my least favorite part because that is when just I'm just putting a pause here for a second. That, that was when he didn't have any love for film anymore because right. of the whole thing with his mom and and anti-Semitism almost cost us Jurassic Park when you think about it. Oh my god. It's and, and saving forever ryan and everything else and uh tintin what you think because he wasn't accepted that he felt even more the anti-semites of his new school almost bullied him out of making movies and a christian woman saved him if you remember the movie i, do I guess what it means is that Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Okay. And he will lead you, no matter what your background, into film. On eagle's wings. Exactly. <laughs> you on the breath of dawn. I've heard that song too many times in my yeah, life. That's bad. So just to wrap up the story about the Nashville thing, yeah. I do the scene with her. I didn't realize that like they weren't on my close-up. So they did it for everyone, all the stars close-ups first. And I was giving it my all. And then and when it came time for my close-up, I had nothing left. So, oh, wait was, a minute, you're getting into character, and then the camera no, was on you. He was and then, on a professional film set that you know, like, sorry, I zoned out for a second. I yeah. fell asleep in the middle of your story. Let's say we were on Stevie Fableman's film set. Okay. So, so what they would do is, we have dialogue. If you're the star, they're going to shoot your close-up right. first. If there's another star, they're going to shoot his close-up. And then finally, let's say I'm not the star, they're going to shoot my close-up. Yeah. So while they were shooting other people's close-ups and I wasn't on camera, I was really giving it my all. By the time they got to my What do you mean giving it your all? Like I was giving a good performance. Okay. When I had to go, are what? Saying, and huh? It was... Are you, are, are you saying that they were shooting over your shoulder? So they no, weren't no, no. seeing your face they and you still your lines? Yeah, yeah, they weren't even pointing the camera at me at all. Uh -huh. But you're pointing, still doing your lines. I'm still doing my lines because okay. I'm acting with the person. Yeah, yeah. So um, by the time they got to my close-up... Okay, now it's your turn to last, have your face on screen. Last shot of the night. I had nothing left in the tank. So they, why are you giving your all when the camera's not facing you? Man. I didn't know that. No one said like the camera's you don't not see facing the camera you. Face the know. other direction. Maybe the other, uh, <laughs> a hidden camera. I don't know. I didn't, <laughs> okay. So I thought it was like a play. Like they could just see me anyway. Uh, um, so what, you so what they the finally camera curse to you? Camera me, and Alicia Wood starts doing her line, and then I'm like. She's like, like, you, by the way, uh, Rody, um, I'm supposed to go, yeah. Except I just went like, yeah. Like with no facial expression. And then my next line was like, she's like, you're fired. I'm supposed to be like, and I'm going to I didn't know your character was so constipated. Instead, I was just like, like, no, again, blank face. And the director's like, okay, let's go again. And then I did it again. And it's still got nothing. He's like, we see anything on your face that kind of indicates what's going on oh, here. Oh, he started to get pissed off. And he's huh? like, one more. And then like, I did it again. He's like, okay, fine, that's it. We'll book it. And I was like, fuck, I totally blew that. And then I watched it late. I didn't watch it for years. I finally watched it. You were so pissed that you didn't watch it for years? 
No, not pissed. I was like scared to watch it. I was like, scared to watch it. You I watched Depp. You didn't watch any of his movies, man. No, I thought, you watch your own footage. If or? I watch this, because I knew I did a really shitty job. Yeah, I was like, if I watch this, I'm gonna retire from acting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to. to oh man, I love to revisit that. Wait, is it on camera or did it? Is it like B footage or? Um, is it on special? Oh, features? you know what? Let me see if I can find it. Wow, that'd be great. It's on a. It's on that's, one of my YouTube pages. Uh, you just host the podcast for a second. Yeah, no problem. Tell us more about your celebrity run-ins. Oh, Jesus Christ. Who else have you met? Any, uh... Is, is someone watching? How do I know if there's people watching? Um, let me see what we got. We got... Okay. We have five people. There are five people? Can you see who they are? No. That's terrific. I man. wish I could. That's great. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Go uh, <laughs> talk about something. Talk, talk about some of your other. Who, who's your favorite person that you ever met? Now listen, you went uh, to Yale. I don't have to go to favorite then, people uh, I've ever met. I mean, uh, I, I have a lot of run-ins with celebrities. Uh, I was just talking to Reggie Watts actually on Sunday. That was um, what three days ago. Uh-huh. Reg, Reggie Watts, you know Reggie Watts, don't you? Sure. Yes, of so, course. Big, uh, um, there's a a Porsche. A Porsche event going on on the Malibu Pier, and I, I recognized him. I said hello. We had a couple of minutes, a little chat. Good dude. Good dude. That's incredible. He's, he's, I know. <laughs> it's cutting edge information. Um, I go on. Oh yeah, great. More run-ins. I don't know. Give me. Uh, I I love to talk more about the movie. I, I'm I'm. There's so many things that we can dissect about it. Um, I actually want to know if uh, he really did get that train set, if he really did see that movie and that train crashing and that first movie you saw really inspired him. Uh, I loved when he's discovering it with his mom in the beginning. Mm-hmm. That was way cool. Yeah, yeah. After the Riddler and getting, uh, can I say something, by the way, about the Riddler? Yeah, you know, you're probably going to disagree with this assessment. Don't tell me he's the best Riddler because then we're going to be here for a long time, my friend. No, I was going to say that might have been the worst, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. The new Batman movie. Yeah. The problem was, I thought it was he was a. I thought um, their choice, their casting choice for Batman was decent. First of all, no, no, no. The voice was. He was like, hey. I'm here to investigate. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody, every time he shows up to a crime scene, the cops rightly are like, what the fuck is he doing here? Get him out of here. Well, you mean like he's uh, uh, the whispering? No, no. Like the the whispering Batman? No, he was just in the way. Like in this one, I know he's supposed to be a detective, uh, Batman, but like he's showing up and the cops are doing a perfectly good job of collecting evidence. And then he just walks in and they're like, Chief, get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> and then like everyone has to just be like, no, 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 just let him do it. It's, right, right. Let him know, we have to pretend that he's a crime fighter. He's here. He's helping. <laughs> and then he leaves. It's just too small. And then, you know, he shows up at that weird SNM club to find the penguin. Like, yeah. Let me see the penguin. <laughs> yeah. I uh, it was. I mean, seeing the penguin as like a fat gangster, and I mean that makeup could have been done, yeah. I guess, a bit better. But it was. It was good enough. Okay, let me show you my uh, my reel. You see that? Uh, I see your name. Yeah, this is great. This is live, huh? Live, 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 live. Oh. 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 <laughs> All right, don't say anything. I'm just gonna play the sound real quick, and hopefully it doesn't. Wait, what am I watching? It is this. The is this your reel? Yeah, you can't even see this, can you? No, I can see it. Okay, yeah, this is my reel. This is my reel. How long is this? No, I'm just literally going to show the national for my bedroom or what? (laughs) (laughs) You should, yeah, you should just go to sleep. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm just going to play this. Is Is this this the national? No, that's not. Oh, is that for mid priest either? There, I I don't think I have a copy of it. You nailed those lines. That was this guy's film. a great actor, by the way. This guy's a great actor. That's Whatever right. you're going to see here. One more thing. Danny, oh, how long have you been with me now? Six weeks. That's long enough for you to I figure know. out where you need to be during my set. That's but you? Every oh time I turn God. around and get a guitar, you're not anything. there. 
grab your gear it's okay i'm sorry dude i thought you had a line that was my line that was my line I didn't, uh, Wait, I didn't get to hear any of it. I know. You know what the problem well, is? You had a beard in one scene and you were saying the next? Well, that was a different movie that I was in. Oh, uh, God, you got Yeah, you. that's okay. my real. I thought that was the next scene. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so, went through a lot of changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, the reason I didn't let you hear the sound that is because I realized it was going to create an echo in here, but I think okay. the audience heard All right. I thought maybe you're, they're all swear words or something. Yeah. Radio, radio edit. Anyways, uh, let's get back to the Fablemans. Uh, yeah. Real quick okay. Before we wrap this up, um, so I can go back well, we to my like another hour. Go back to my life. Another, another hour at least. All the trouble that I'm gonna have to deal with after this. <laughs> oh, dude, you're gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> um, uh, tell me more. Tell me more. What do you think about? The actor, the ca the casting choices. The and guy looked a lot like Spielberg. He really did. Yeah. Do you know any other movies that he's done? I didn't really recognize him. I thought he was uh, the young Spielberg was cast very I, well. I've only seen him in uh, a show called American Gigolo with John Bernthal on Showtime. Mm. That's where I've seen him. How was he in that? He was okay. He was. It's not bad, you know. It's all right. Small part. A small part, huh? Yeah. Better than smaller than the one you had. <laughs> <laughs> bigger than that. One. Oh, bigger. Okay. Yeah, they didn't make me a recurring character. That's what she said. It was great though. I got paid nine hundred and seventy dollars for that one day of work. Oh my god! Back then, it was fantastic. And back then, probably like seven years ago. Oh, okay. And I still get royalty checks to this day. No way. Sometimes for 28 cents. That's sometimes for 20 bucks. All right. That's something. Everyone wants to eating some days and you're starving the next. Yeah, <laughs> you <exactly>. know, whatever. <laughs> I was wondering what where the money was coming from for that beautiful background you got over there. <laughs> <laughs> now I know where the budget comes from. Um yeah, you know, Spielberg did a good job. I would say go see it. Go see it with your family. Or not. Or not. We got to see it early because we live in L.A. Yes. Um, it's a great movie. I, I, I loved it. The discovery of film and how everything kind of unraveled is, is great. I hope most of it is real because it is a good story. Yeah. It is a good story. I've never met Spielberg. You know, I have I've met a lot of actors. I haven't met any of the great directors. Have you met any of the great actors? I've met many. You've met many. You've met, met you've I'm met not, many. Pacino. We, we've got, met Michael Keaton together. That was the coolest. So if we're gonna talk Batman and we're uh, not gonna mention Michael Keaton. I mean, come on. That's true. Yeah. He is the best Batman, and there is no question for me. Yeah. There it, is no question that he is the best it was a funny story we were at the john paul de annual christmas party in malibu and we, were. uh, we weren't working it of course we were just there <laughs> <laughs> as guests yeah, john paul yeah, de yeah. is the guy from paul mitchell with a ponytail and you know he's very intense didn't you <laughs> wait a second yeah yeah you reminded me didn't you piss him off somehow i did piss him off yeah i like drove him to a u2 concert and uh, <laughs> i wasn't exactly right next to the shuttle when he came out and he got a little upset for waiting so what did he say to you I, like where were you man? what's going on man where you been? oh man like, that's hilarious take it easy they're on an encore right now and you're leaving during the encore yeah that'd be traffic all right Oh, there he is. There he is. You got old John Paul. Oh, man. You pissed that guy off. I pissed. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great. Oh, my God. He's got. Hey, a, man, where the fuck were you? He's got, he's got a fountain of himself right before he hit his front door. <laughs> it looks he's like, like a, mer a merman. And he's like, do you remember that you were there? No, He's like, caressing his mermaid wife or something. <laughs> that fountain it's ridiculous that's hilarious yeah, um extremely humble yeah extremely. Yeah. so we were at his christmas party yeah and they have an in and out truck in and out popular burger chain if you're living in some other part of the country anyways wow 
So, yeah, I didn't know this is worldwide. Until well, we got now. three viewers. There's a possibility. Oh, wow, we're losing people. <laughs> oh, fuck, we just we got down to two. Oh, Jesus. Um, well, a lot of people think Christian Bale was the best Batman. I just, I just killed all your viewers. So, yeah, just the story was we see him and we go up and we try to say a line from his Batman movie. Fuck, what was the line? You know it. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yeah. And then he looks at us and he's like, ha, 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 and he just grabbed someone's order off the internet truck <laughs> and like got away quickly. Yeah, just there was no the- order like called. They just, <laughs> there's someone's food that like wasn't done yet. It was like on standby or something. <laughs> exactly. And he, he wanted an out to he get walked away up with- from us two creepy valets. Yeah, he walked up with like half of a just- bun. Yeah. And, like- <laughs> <laughs> the burgers aren't even done yet. Yeah, he's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> funny. Uh, that shit. was a good day, though. That was yeah. Good. Well, on another episode, you know, we got to do a teaser. We got to save some stuff. We'll tell some stories of some of the great actors and entertainers that we met. You know, we got for me Pacino, De Niro. I love Pacino too. Yeah, that's... Nicholson. Nicholson. Uh, I got Nicholson. Fucking uh, Ringo. Um, I got a good Ringo's. So Story. many. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, we're going to put those on the next episode. All right. Cool, man. That's good. Well, uh, your final verdict on the Fablemans is that. Um, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Thumbs I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I'm giving it a thumbs up because I know it was, a, first of all, it was a Spielberg film, but a story about Spielberg for a Spielberg fan. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Me too. I will give it a thumbs up. Uh, we'll see what happens, how it lives on in the public imagination. I'm sorry we didn't get to the Colorado shooting and Harvey Weinstein today. I know I put those in the title. I'll get to them on the next show. We just ran out of time. Uh, do you want, is there anything that you, you need to talk about or promote? or? Oh, right. Do you have a place where you want people to follow you? Oh, gee whiz. Home address? What do you want? I what am I doing with my life? How many what books am I coming out with? No. What albums I'm coming out with? Um if you want to find me, you can find me. Fuck. You can find me. You can find me. <laughs> if you really want to find me, you can find me. All right. That's a catch challenge. Me, catch me on the big screen. Yeah. Catch me if you can. How about that? All right. I'm gonna now play my outro. Thank you for watching. This has been the Dante Greco show. On a Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Mm. And thanks for listening. Have a good life. We will see you soon. Much love. Thank you. Love. All right, Daniel. So once again, thank you to my brother. Tell him your name again. Dante Uh, Greco. Two words. Made in America. (laughs) Dante, you're doing great. That's good. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, I love that you have that. Oh, 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 oh,